And as always, thank you very much for tuning in today. So our quote for today goes, You can't expect big results with half-hearted commitments. And I have met so many people that, and I'm not going to lie, I've done this, that have made those half-hearted commitments, that have said, you know, things like, I want to lose weight, or I want to get better in a certain subject area, or I want to learn a language, or I want to make more money. All sorts of these just half-hearted commitments and really have no direction, right? Like, how many times have you said, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to become more physically active? But what does that really say? Are you really committing to anything? Or are you just kind of throwing out an idea that sounds nice, but you're not really able to back it up with anything. A lot of people really miss the boat on this, and they miss the boat on actually setting goals for themselves. And I know I talked a lot about chasing your dreams and chasing your goals here, and I know I've talked about it at least once before, but some of us need a lot of help when it comes to actually you know, creating a goal or creating a SMART goal, as it's called. And today, I want to kind of walk you through that a little bit and explain to you what a SMART goal is. More importantly, explain how effective and important it really is if you really desire to seek some sort of change. So after the break, I'm going to break down what a SMART goal is and kind of give you some examples of SMART goals that I've set for myself. So stick around after this quick word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back. So when I talk about a SMART goal, I'm not talking about something that's intelligent, right? SMART is an acronym, and it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Based, right? So it's got to be specific. So just wanting to lose weight is not specific enough. Like me, I've had a target of 185 or and or 10% body fat. It's got to be measurable. It's got to be something that I can actually prove whether or not I did it. So again, the 185 or the 10% body fat is measurable. I can measure that so I know whether or not I'm actually hitting that. It's got to be attainable. So I can't say I want to hit 185 pounds in six months when I'm weighing, you know, 240. It's definitely taken me well over a year to make that change. And I'm still not at 185. I'm close, but I'm not there. So I got to make sure it's something that I can actually do. It's got to be relevant to me. You know, me trying to say I want to lose 20 pounds right now would not be healthy, would not be a good thing. I'm using weight loss here just because that's a very easy one to talk about. I'll talk about business ones and things like that in a few minutes. But it's got to be something that's relevant to me because if it's not relevant, if it's not going to actually benefit me, A, I'm going to lose interest or B, I'm going to hurt myself. It's really that simple. And lastly, it has to be time-based. I have to put a deadline on this because if I don't, there's a pretty good chance I'll just say, oh yeah, I'm just working on this goal for the next five years of my life. And that's going to do nothing for me. 
unless my goal is to have it accomplished in five years. So a prime example of that would be that my, my goal, right, technically is not until, my goal to hit is technically not until November of this year of 2019, but I set it two years ago. And I told myself that I wanted to be at 185 and 10% body fat. I've kind of adjusted that slightly to be okay with either. Um, but I, I'm in, what, June of 2019, I'm at about 191 pounds and 11.7% body fat last time I checked. So I'm really close, and I still have some time to actually hit that goal. Don't get me wrong, just because I'm that guy that's very prideful and wants to look good. I want to look good for beach season, so I'd prefer to hit both of those goals before the end of June. But it's probably not going to happen. But I'm going to work myself to to try, right? But another one, another example, we'll, we'll switch off the weight loss and we'll go more to business. You know, I, I came up with a business plan, the, or a business idea the other day, not even a plan, right? And I started hashing out the rough ideas and the rough plan for it. And each piece that I put in there, right, had a timeline on it. It was something that was attainable. It was something that I could actually do. Uh, it was relevant to me because, you know, it combined a bunch of different things that I really, truly enjoy and I'm passionate about. Um, and I think it could actually make a difference in some people's lives and in my life. <laughs> um, it's very specific. So it's not one of these broad ideas. I'm actually focusing on three main areas of my knowledge and expertise to try to form them into one cohesive unit to help the masses, so to speak. You know, all of these things are very, and with the timetable too, I actually set one year, three year, and five year marks for what I want to achieve. And again, this was my rough plan. This is something I emailed out to two people total just to get some input and ideas on. And it was nothing that's talking about projections yet. It's nothing that's talking about um, potential revenue, uh, ways of getting clientele, things like that. Just the rough idea of it. But my rough idea had each of those pieces in it because I need that if I'm actually going to achieve, right? I can't take that half-measured approach like it was talking about in the quote. You know, I sent out a tweet yesterday, and I don't remember exactly what it says. It said, but it was something along the lines of, you don't know when inspiration is going to strike, but you'll live in regret if you don't chase that inspiration with everything you have, Right? And this idea literally came out of left field to put it all together. I've had bits and pieces of this idea for a couple of months, but not, not as cohesive as the idea that just kind of came out of nowhere the other day. And I, I have to chase it if I really want it. Because if not, I'm going to look back on this in the future and be like, man, that was a really good idea. I wish I would have been smart about it. I wish I would have set the goals. I wish I would have done the things that I preach about and talk to people about and try to help my students and my clients with and all these people that ask me for help. I don't want to live in regret today. I don't want to look back on my past and say, I could have or I should have or I would have if. I want to say that I gave it my all. And if it fails, it fails. And that's okay. I'm unfortunately used to failures. I learn a lot of lessons from them, though. So are your goals smart? Have you set your smart goal yet? 
If you haven't, well, you got a little bit of input here, and this is something I do with anybody, whether it's through some sort of coaching or whether it's through um, working with people at the gym, things like that. Something I do with every single person that asks me for help. So if you need help, shoot me a tweet at Marty's underscore minute. Let me know if you need help checking over your SMART goal or coming up with ideas of how to set it. And remember, folks, the quality of your thinking determines the quality of your life. If you're actually putting in that effort, if you're going to put in and give it your all, you have to be intelligent about it and smart about it. Set yourself a SMART goal, and if you don't know how to, reach out to somebody who does and get the help you need so you can achieve your dreams. Thank you very much, folks, for listening, and have a wonderful evening.